Hello. Hello and welcome back to our podcast. My name is Sarah. My name is Cindy. Oh, tragedy has struck in New York. Yes. Megan and Harry were involved in a two-hour catastrophic car crash. Near catastrophic. They they almost died, guys. Oh my gosh. If you didn't know um, that that's sarcasm. Yes, if you believe it, I have a bridge in the desert that I would like to sell you. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I'm... Okay, this is going to start off slow because it's incredible how they think that the world is stupid enough to believe this. Stupid enough. I don't know what that was. Basically, Megan and Harry were at an event in New York City. They were, um, well, they weren't. Megan was accepting an award because apparently she was given an award for being a woman of vision. I don't know what vision. She doesn't do anything. No. Well, she gives a lot of money to Gloria Steinem, apparently, because Gloria Steinem, when you used to say her name, it used to mean something. You know, I mean, the bra-burning, you know, woman who was empowering and, and everyone loved her and, you know, going undercover as a Playboy bunny and, and all this wonderful s- feminist stuff she used to do. Um... And then she just gave an award to the biggest anti-feminist out there. Exactly. I I just believe don't believe anything she does anymore. I all of my my thoughts of Gloria Steinem just went down in the toilet because she isn't a feminist to me. She's she's just one of Megan Sugars. That's it. She doesn't, um, she doesn't stand for women's rights. She stands for how much money this woman can pay me to say she's a feminist. Yeah, Megan doesn't do anything, and there's, you know, evidence to back that up. They're supposed to have, like, seven buildings or whatever for their, or, like, kitchens or whatever, None of them for their are operational. Arch- archetype thingy or archwell, whatever it's called. Um, they don't exist. No one can find those buildings. Um, they've been known to take thousands of dollars from other charities and yeah. pocket that money. They don't give, you know, nobody get- else is getting that money. Um, all she does is pull out the race card every two seconds. Yeah. If you don't believe in her, you're racist. And it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that she's a bad person. I mean... Sorry to interrupt you. No, it's alright. Um, she just... First off, that's that's the first thing. She does, didn't deserve this award. No. Because I don't know what vision she has other than... She, she talks about being a feminist. But she has to use her husband's title in order to be important. Yeah. And piggyback off of her husband's title. If she was a true feminist and a true, like, hard-working, caring woman, she wouldn't care about all of 
the the glamour and glory that comes with stuff. I mean, not to ruffle any feathers, but Kate does stuff all the time and nobody hears about it. Well, nobody pays attention. I mean, she... Well, people pay attention, but, like, she'll go to, um, you know, a homeless shelter and and give out clothes and stuff like that, but there's no paparazzi called. She doesn't always have to have a photo shoot. She doesn't always have to have the attention brought onto her. She does things every single day that helps the UK to the point where, like, shoot, if I had the money, I'd be moving there right now. Yeah, I mean, she really puts a lot of effort into caring about the community and how she can make the community better. But, and there's other women who aren't, you know, a royal royals that do that stuff all the time, but they don't get yeah. the glory for it. Exactly, yeah. And, you know, getting an award for it is cool and all, but she paid for it. We all know she paid for it. Yeah. Because what has she done that actually requires her to win that award? Nothing. Absolutely. They work an hour. Between the two of them, they work an hour a week. That means they're... they're At at their charity foundation. Yeah, they're both working like... I'm trying to do the math in my head and my brain is like... (laughs) 52 hours a year. No, I'm saying, oh, if they do an hour a week, they're only working, like, 30 minutes each? Yeah, that's it. A week. A week. And she sits there and complains about how her life is so hard. She spends more time trying to learn how to grift someone than she does actually helping people. So, they were at this award show. They were filmed leaving this award show. And what hap- What they say happened, their version first, is they got into their cars and they were immediately swarmed with paparazzi. And they went and they were trying to get away from them, of course. Um, they had- were in this- they're in Manhattan. Yeah. The, the highest speed limit in Manhattan, from what I understand, is 40 miles an hour. Yeah. Because- there are thousands, if not millions, of people who live in New York. Most, New York is freaking huge. And most of the time, you can't go more than 10 to 15 miles an hour anyway because of traffic. Right. And this was on the night of a big major event. Yeah, on so a Friday. It was on a Friday night. It, the streets were packed. Oh, no, wait the, It was on a Wednesday. I'm sorry. But still. But still, that's... The, New York is known as the city who never sleeps. Like, yeah. there is always... Traffic. Especially in that area. I mean, that's near Times Square. It's near Broadway. Uh, yeah, it's it's always alive. It's always got, you know, 10,000 people, bare minimum, yeah. on the street. Um, I mean, like somebody said on the, on the news I was watching, they said, you know, they're the only place in, New, uh, in the world where bank robbers get away on foot. Yeah. Because you can't park the car anywhere. There's literally no, no, barely anybody has cars in New York due to the fact that it's just so difficult to drive. Yeah, there's just so many. There's so many people and so many They have people time on, schedules yeah. of where, how long you can park your car there and then you have to move it so many blocks away and then you have to bring it back. And it's just 
complicated and you know no one has a driveway and yeah things so like that there. they were par- apparently um going 50 miles an hour um to try to get away from all of these these press i think there was supposed to be about six cars following them they said and well, yeah at one time there was six and 12 paparazzi yeah and they all had blacked out windows which you know you can't have your windows tinted um too much yeah you you have to have a certain level of tint. of uh tint um otherwise it's illegal and they said that they were fully blacked out um then they decided that they were going to get out of their car their suv and get in a taxi cab bulletproof windows and things like that then got into a taxi cab then went around the blocks a block a few times and then decided to go into the police station they left the police station even though mind you their suv was parked in front of the police station when they got into the cab and so then um trying to remember all of her lies uh then they got out and they started driving around again still being followed (sighs) apparently yeah no sorry the um taxi driver says that he never felt like they were endangered nobody in the car was panicking nobody was um he said he had a car uh, two cars following him it was but it was at a safe distance everyone was going you know a safe speed they were not speeding at all he never went more than 20 miles an hour right um now this is one of those yellow taxis so this is like a legitimate taxi service yeah. Um, they have cameras and things like that. I'd be interested to see the camera footage because well, it records voice. Yeah. Too. And and Harry was being filmed the whole. Uh, Harry was filming the whole time on his phone. Yeah. Now Megan was smiling in the photos. Yeah. Um. She was filmed a, a few different times when they were stopped. Uh, when they switched back, you know, going back to their cab and stuff Oh, like yeah, yeah, because after they drove around for a while in the taxi cab, they got back into their SUV. Yeah. Um, now, from what I understand, there were, um, they, they originally reported that two cop cars were hit, um, and several pedestrians yeah. These paparazzis were driving up on the sidewalks and, you know, reckless driving and all that. Well, apparently, they had cop cars with them yeah. as security. The NYPD left the building with them. Uh, there was at least two cop cars that I saw. Yeah. And Plus their security guards and in one car. And there was more than one, one of their SUVs. Yeah, they had one in the front and one in the back of them. Yeah. So they have tons of security. Yeah. Um, excuse me. Um, now, they have several 
there, this was in New York. Like yeah. I said, tons of people are out and out and about. Nobody has reported being hit by a car during this time. No NYPD accidents. Um, NY the NY the ch- chief whatever. Uh, the mayor. No, the oh and NY, the chief. Yeah, the chief of NYPD came out and made a statement, basically saying. Um, that they're looking into the matter. Nobody was hurt. No, um, an event did happen, but it was not basically, to sum up what he said, it was overly dramatized in Megan and Harry's statement. Yeah. The mayor of New York came out and said, my favorite line is when he says, it's hard to believe this story that this could have happened nobody is denying that something did happen because there is footage um and there one of the press uh one of the paparazzi who was there said that they were following them but but there was only four men all together yeah and and he he himself said that they never went over 20 miles an hour and they were at a safe distance. And the the only reckless driver was the SUV that was behind Megan and Harry. Their uh, SUV kept, like, going blocking roads and and driving up on the sidewalks. and So, actually, Megan and Harry broke the law. Yeah. And so, uh, and Megan and Harry, by the way, didn't wear a seatbelt. Inside the SUV. Didn't wear a seatbelt in the cab. Now, if I'm scared for my life, and we're supposed to be reckless driving or whatever, I would have a seatbelt on. I I always always put on a seatbelt when you get into a car anyway. Yeah. Um, whether you're in the front or the back seat. I believe in New York that it's a law that people, that adults, you have to wear a seatbelt even in the back seat. In a cab, I'm not sure. I don't think you do in the in the cab, but I don't know. I don't I, think I don't you know do that law. But I mean, most... I'm assuming that if you were going to be going driving really fast, yeah, you would want to. You would want to be protected, um, especially Harry, seeing as how that's literally how his mother died. Yeah. Um, uh, he. Uh, Knowing she wasn't wearing a seatbelt when she died, yeah. Why wouldn't he put one on? Now, they're supposed to have had tactical training. Exactly. Where you know? Okay, I want to know who trained these these guys. Now, the list of people that Megan and Harry have for bodyguards are like ex murderers, people who have gotten out of prison for murder. Um ex-army guys who have been dishonorably discharged. These are the people that they've hired. They're, like, ruthless. Supposed to be, like, bad asses. And these people I mean, couldn't take care of four paparazzi? Yeah. They they couldn't stop the car and say, I'm going to beat the shit out of you if you follow my people anymore. Right. Leave. We're calling the cops. Yeah, I mean, they literally pulled up to a police station in the front of the police station and didn't bother going in. They went into and got into a cab. 
Yeah. And the NYPD was behind their people. Why didn't the NYPD stop these people from driving up on the sidewalk and stuff? I want to know why NYPD was following their car, being a part of their detail in the first place. Every time they go to New York, the NYPD gives them security. Every time. That means every time they go to New York, the New York taxpayers pay for Meghan and Harry to bullcrap around. Yeah. Wherever they want to go, the NYPD follow. Whatever um, they want to do. If I was a citizen of New York, I would be very upset that these two... I'm trying to think of a nice word. Well, some of the people that I... Liars I, and cheats are allowed to use my tax money to go around and do drugs and stuff. Exactly. Um, some of the people that I've heard for, heard from online... And uh, watch videos on and stuff like that. They're very upset. I mean, a few people have called in to the mayor to ask him why they deserve security and why they have, you know, why they're having to pay for Meghan and Harry to have security when there's no, you know, threat. Yeah. I I truly believe it's because they don't want... um any backlash from the royals? I don't think they would. I No, I don't think they would. But, like, I can see them being like, well, this is Prince Harry. If something happens to him, we're responsible for it. The king might get upset and that might mess up something with, you know, yada, yada, yada. I can yeah. see them saying that. It doesn't make sense because literally who wants... I just think that... Nobody wants him. I just think that they are easily bought. You know, Los Angeles doesn't do that. Yeah. I mean, California doesn't do that. The airlines, when they have to fly, uh, when Harry flies first class, not Megan, of course, but when Harry does it, uh, he has to buy tickets. If he has bodyguards, he has to buy their tickets. Yeah. You know, uh, they don't ask for extra security or anything like that. On the, they won't give them extra security on the planes. It's just in New York City that they do that. So apparently, New York cops get paid off. Which I'm not saying that's for sure, but I mean, well, if I was an NYPD officer, I'd be really upset. Yeah, because they're getting dragged, no matter who. No matter if it's all of them or just a couple of them. Everyone else is being dragged through the mud now because, oh, you sat there and let paparazzi torture these people or you sit there and fed into these people while they, you know, yeah, drag paparazzi. Uh, it doesn't really matter. It's... And honestly, there was no reason for the paparazzi to be following them anyway because they got enough photos of them and videos of them at the actual event yeah. There was no need for this chase. Yeah. Now, something I didn't know until earlier was 24 hours before this whole car trace happened, um, a man was arrested outside Megan and Harry's house for loitering. Now, I, I think he was t- taking pictures or something, or he had a camera with him. 
maybe. But yeah. they, they couldn't really get him on stalking charges, so they gave him a loitering charge. Yeah. Um, I mean, that guy could have been just a dude in the neighborhood. Yeah, but... It was probably someone that they paid... Yeah. ...to be there, but, like... Well, I mean, even the paparazzi that were following them said that they were paid to follow them. Yeah. The guy, I think, he wasn't from Discord. It was something like that. I don't know. I didn't know Discord had... Not Discord. Uh, dispatch. Dispatch. It, it was something like that, but, you know, it was like a rag bag. And he said that they were, he was paid to follow them. The four guys were paid. So, I so, mean, you weren't in danger. So we never endangered them. This has gone all wrong. We, yeah. we were paid to follow them to make, them make it look like we were chasing them. I would um, immediately be like, I was one of them. I was not following them. Here's my, all my footage. Here's my, all my details, everything. So, because like, yeah. I'd be I worried they're going to press charges. Well, yeah. I mean, stalking is a real thing, but I don't see it's not illegal in New York to take pictures of someone. So I can walk up and take your picture in your face all night and you can't get me for stalking because unless that you are you know, um, th like you're being threatened well yeah if I'm there's threatening any malicious you or something like that behind it. But, but just for taking your picture you can't and they said well and the, the pictures that I've seen doesn't show them in distress they're all near happy. them and they were well, about now, 10 Doria feet looked away. kind of distressed. She had her head down. She wasn't smiling, but Megan had a great big old grin. Um, now, some people are upset. Well, I think it's mostly Megan's fans that are upset um, that the Royals have not reached out to Harry uh, to see if he's okay because of all of this. But that is not true. Um, they probably have. Well, from what I understand, um, uh, they have re uh, they have spoken out to see, or well, at least reach out and and ask if they're okay, you know. But also at the same time, if I was like William, I'd be very upset right now. Yeah, because this is very clearly a lie. Yeah, I mean, you can't even. I mean. Because the first thing he says is, oh, I was in a catast almost catastrophic ordeal. And nobody just was hurt. like my mother. Now, now to, he's used Diana's death before for money, but never like this. Like, yeah. It's one thing to put it in a book and be like, oh, poor me, poor me. And then to actually like reenact it, basically, and sit there and put on this big show um especially because it's right uh, well he's trying to petition the UK to get him security yeah and they said that their police aren't for sale they they won't let you do that he's not a royal he's anymore, a private citizen now so he can't get that because he's not 
um, a working royal. You know, Eugenie and, and Beatrice pay for their security. Uh, I mean, they don't need that much because, again, who wants to kidnap them? Well, they have their husbands and the stuff. I well, guess. I mean, the the uh, Beatrice is the one married to the prince. I think so. Um, she's got security anyway. Yeah. You know, because you know his country isn't gonna let him not have security. Yeah, I think he's uh, some sort of. I mean, other royals, Zara and Mike pay for their their uh, security. Why is it so difficult for him to do it? I know she has a large budget for her nasty clothes, but other than that, they, well, I guess they have a mortgage, so, supposedly. I don't, but other than that, what bills do they have? Um, downsize. Get a smaller house. You don't right. need 16 bedrooms. At the most, you need five. That's it. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say that if I didn't have the money that they have, I wouldn't want a big house. No. You know, like, but you have to be realistic about but it. But if they're not willing to pay for it. Exactly. Then you don't deserve it. Then, then why have it? I mean, if you need, you know, three thousand to twenty thousand, or twenty three million to three twenty million dollars worth of security a year, if your security costs at least three million dollars, you know, and you've got a hundred million in the bank, I think you're good. Yeah. Yeah. There's no reason for you. Now, like, if I had a bunch of money, right, if I was a millionaire, or even, you know, a billionaire, but we'll say millionaire, if I had millions of dollars, I would hire, like, one or two security guards. Yeah. Like, someone to go to the store with me, you know... Someone that you could trust. That I could trust. But that person would also be, like, my driver. They would help me carry my bags and things like that. Yeah. They would have more than just, you know, standing there. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, they would watch my kids if I had kids, you know. Well, I don't know if I go that far. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, I would have... Them teaching kids how to, you know... Teaching my kids how to protect themselves? I guess. But, like... You don't, they're, they're two people plus two children. Yeah. They don't need to have a whole, like, SWAT team. No. But that's what they want. Because, I mean, again, you're not that important. No one wants to, I mean, freaking, um, uh, Jennifer Aniston, she doesn't have a whole no. security team. She goes to the store on her own and she's just fine. Yeah. Um, Scarlett Johansson goes to the store by herself. And they're much more, you know, um... You know, I mean... Angelina Jolie goes to the store by herself. I'm sure she does have security guards. They might have one that goes with them. But most of the time, not more than that. Unless it's a big event. And then it might be, yeah. you know, 
worth having a few. But then at the same time, the um, uh, but nobody cares about Megan. The and event Harry. itself has security, so yeah. you really wouldn't need any. Well, see, that's the problem that everyone has. Uh, okay, so um, I don't know if you saw this, but. I was looking at one of the articles. Um, apparently, they had a, a hotel that had all kinds of security. And so everyone from the event was going to that hotel and staying until they could get a flight out or do whatever. But everyone was going there because the hotel was really secure. Yeah. Everything all everything was locked down. The the doors and everything were taken care of. So everyone was leaving from there to go to the hotel. Right. Megan and Harry had to stay at a private estate. They had uh, some, I'm sure, some rich person who was letting them stay there and probably a criminal. Because that's who they associate with, mostly. Yeah. But, um, well, in my opinion, I should say, because, you know, they're known for buying houses from people who are murderers and things, and and hanging out at other people's houses who are rich oligarchs, Russian oligarchs, and things like that, so... In my opinion, those Wearing are bad blood people. diamonds. But, yeah, getting blood diamonds from, you know, bad Mur people. Murderers. So, uh, yeah, I, I would consider them to hang around bad people. But that's my opinion. Everyone may not share that opinion. But I'm sure that whoever they were going to stay with would have had security at right. their house. Okay, because, like, most gated communities have one one gate. Sometimes I have more than one gate, but they'll have one gate, yeah. then they have another gate, then they have your gate. Yeah. Because, you know, it's a gated community. Most houses in those places have, you know, your house is gated in. Yeah, you're a, it's an exclusive living pla a place you know, to live. So, so all the houses around you are people... I couldn't just walk you know, into the Hollywood Hills and and expect to walk around neighborhoods. No. no you're going to have to say to the security person why you're there. And then you have to go through... Yeah. And, and they'll have to... They take a picture of your ID, to, you know, to show, like, this person was here. Exactly. You know, um... There's cameras literally on every single door. Yeah. When when I was uh, working in California, I had to work. I had apartment buildings that people, like rich people, would stay at at these apartments. Mm -hmm. uh, they were more like condos. And they would just, like, go there to spend the night or the weekend or something and then leave. Right. And going into 17 Mile Drive... There's a, a gate, and you, there's little, four little stalls, and it's like crossing the border. I had to give him my driver's license. I couldn't get it back until I came back through. I had to, they took pictures of me every time I went. And I had to verify my picture coming out. Um, 
every house, like John Travolta was down there and stars like that cat in that caliber lived down there and they had gates to everyone yeah. in you the You can't just walk up to somebody's house. No, you could not because I mean um, well, and I'm sure, like at John Travolta's house, he's got tons of cameras oh, on the outside yeah. of his Huge house too. Gates, um, security. Like, yeah, these gates aren't like little tiny gates. These are like six feet at the minimum. Oh, very gates. minimum. That that was like Jackie Gleason. His gates were, I think, I think it was Jackie Gleason's. Someone down through there uh, had an electrified gate. So, when you couldn't just touch them, when uh, they said it was okay for you to come in, then you could, the, and the gates opened, then you could touch the gates. But other than that, you know, you'd get electrocuted. So, it's like, they, they're living in these places that have this level of security. I don't, we don't even know where, where, like, specifically what their address is. Yeah. Um, it's not been leaked. I, I feel like if I'm saying this, Megan's gonna hear it in the universe, and then it's like, all of a sudden, the, the, their, like, tomorrow their, um, address, address is, is gonna be leaked. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I'm not, this person who was loitering outside their house, not even sure how this person no. found out which house specifically is Megan and Harry's because it's not like they've there. got a big sign that says Duchess and and du and Duke of Sussex. Like um, well, yeah, well, it's she not, might. Well, it's not Sussex anymore. She might. It's Dumbshire. No, she's still a Sussex. She won't go by Dumbshire. But that's not their title. Their official title is Dumbshire because he changed it. Remember. I don't know. I don't know how she's they're getting away with going gonna, by Sussex. I I don't think she's ever going to go by Dumbshire. If I was in Dumbshire, I would be very offended. Yeah. Uh, well, I would be offended for the Sussex people, too, because... Well, I am offended for them because they have to put up with that. Someone who doesn't care about them, who's never going to go see them, who's never going to represent them... Right, like you represent, you're supposed to be representing the people of Sussex. Why aren't you at least taking a trip like once a year to see are, are the houses that are in Sussex getting the main the maintenance they deserve? Is you know well, they have the highest rate in the UK of uh, fentanyl use. Why? In well, <laughs> I was gonna say why why isn't he helping that? But he's a drug addict, so he'd probably go there and use it all. That's how he would help. That's true. <laughs> Just teasing. Um, and when I say he's a drug addict, I have evidence to back that up. He even you know, admits it. He admits it. Um, now, uh, I don't know how they thought that they would get away with this car crash thing. It yeah. baffles me. Yeah. How, I mean, narcissists, they believe that, that they are the smartest people on earth. Yeah, I. she has to think she's so clever. Well, you know that she thinks she's the prettiest woman in the room. Always. Yeah. But. See, in my opinion, this is just in my opinion. Yeah. And it's not a professional opinion, so don't. Well, tell us about it, girl. <laughs> I think she's a psychopath. Yeah. I agree. I. 
she does not show human emotion like human emotion should be shown. What person? She mimics other people's. How she thinks someone should react in this yeah. moment is how she tries to act. Yeah. She. I mean, did you see that smile on her face? Yeah. I would have been terrified if yeah. well, six cars were following me through the streets of New York. My, um, my, one of the things that I do when I'm scared is I hide my face. I don't like, like, if I'm very upset about something, I will hide my face. Um, I would have had my face buried in my husband's coat because I wouldn't want my, my picture to be taken. Yeah. You know what I'm but saying? Gloria looked like she was bored. Yeah. <laughs> Well, she probably wanted to go home. I know. She just wants to vibe and do yoga. And get stoned. And get I mean, stoned. At the beginning of the night, did you see those pictures of Harry? He was so stoned out of his mind. I did not see those, but I'll have to look those up. Oh, I don't my gosh. I put it past him. He had this stupid smile that, where his jowls looked huge like a chipmunk. And his eyes were blood red, and they were just like slits. You, I mean, he was so stoned mm. and just goofy. And if you're going to be... That's unprofessional. Yes. If you're going to be representing your wife, she's getting this proud award of being such a great person. I mean, maybe that's why he has to do it. Maybe she makes him feel so inferior that he has... But also, at the same time, you can't stand your wife getting praise for something, then you're not much of a man anyway. Well, I mean, how is she making him feel? Is oh, she beating no, it's, him down? it's been known that she has told him, you're never going to be William, you'll never be as good as William. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm not saying that. But, like, like I was saying, she... She mimics emotions like she's like she thinks that people yeah, should react, she does. but it doesn't fully hit home. Yeah. She doesn't know how to properly I'm, express a feeling. Yeah. Other than like when it's about herself. Yeah. She cannot express emotion towards well, anyone I think, else. I think that's why she was smiling so much because everything was about her. Yeah. The plan was working. Yeah. And oftentimes, psychopaths, they think they, they have, if you're a narcissist, most likely you, um, pretty much almost all psychopaths have a bit of narcissism. Yeah. They think that they are the smartest people in the room, and they think that they're going to get away with whatever they're the, wanting to get away with. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think that that is exactly who Meghan Markle is. Well, I mean, just the fact that she could do this to Harry, lead him down this path, even if he was, if he knew it was all fake, just to have him living, reliving this nightmare but honestly, of his mom. I mean, he was 12. He didn't re really remember a lot of it, of course. So a lot of this stuff is just her dramatizing it for him because... Wasn't he nine, though? No, he was 12. He was 12 and William was 15. 15, okay. Yeah. Um, for some reason, I keep thinking he's nine. Um, well, I mean, I think he was nine when they got divorced. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. But... <sighs> he 
I believe he's he, judging just going off of what his book says. He was always going to stray away from the family. Oh yeah, because that he genuinely believes that he is better than everyone else. Oh yeah, like she's a narcissist. But he's a narcissist times 2,000. Oh, yeah. He thinks that he's so much better. And, like, he's the kind of person where it's, where it's like, if you get something, it genuinely bothers him if if he doesn't get something of equal or more value. Oh, yeah. He's, he's very selfish, very self-centered. And he was never really, he never bothered doing any of the royal duties hardly ever. And the queen let it pa- let it pass because she, I think she knew that he couldn't handle it. Yeah, because not because they, they, you know, he's just the spare, but because let's, mentally he just doesn't have what it takes. He's the kind of person who likes to ride off of other people, and doesn't want to actually put in the work that re- is required to achieve what he wants. Yeah, I, I mean. Oh, this takes too long. I don't want to finish this. Let's just yeah. move on. I mean, half his book is complaining about how he couldn't get to war fast enough to kill people. Yeah. Um, and then when he got there, he didn't want to do anything but play video games. And kill his, people. Yeah. And drink his hot chocolate. You know, um, he... The way he talks about people scares me. Yeah. He, someone said that, I can't remember who it was, somebody said that he was, um, a sexual deviant. But how can you be a sexual deviant if you never do anything? I mean, the whole time he was over at war, poor Chelsea Davies was stuck in, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, but there's women and... In Iraq. He did say he had 39 girlfriends. So. In his lifetime. Those are just women he considered to be girlfriends. It's not even counting one night stands and crap. But that that bugged me because the whole time he was with Chelsea, he may have spent, what, three weeks with her? But see, he sexualizes everything. That's true. He sexualizes literally everything. You know... Everything has to come back into a sexual way. So I believe that that's actually true. Yeah. That he, he, not a sex addict, because there's a difference between being addicted to, to sex and just thinking about it constantly. Yeah. I, I know that's kind of a contradictory sentence, but like, I, I think that he somehow associates everything with sex and it's weird. Yeah. Because, like, what, he'll take what a normal situation and make it sexual. He almost makes Diana sexual. That's what, yeah. It, it really bothers me how he keeps saying how Megan is so much like his mother and how he loves her so much and how he couldn't wait to be with her and stuff like that. And, and talking about things in a weird way. Well, see... Just, it makes me feel uncomfortable. They say that that when you grow up, you choose a partner that's most likely 
most like your favorite parent. Like, yeah. if you favor your father, then you're going to find somebody who's similar to your father or similar to your mother. But it's only because it's, like, a comfort thing. Yeah. Rather than a sexual thing. And, but, like you said, he does talk about Diana in a weirdly sexual way. Yeah. And, like, the whole part in his book about, like, the nuns bathing him. Yeah. I... He took something that was probably super, innocent. you know, innocent, um, and made it dirty. Yeah, very, and very also, graphic. He has to like, like with the the one teacher or the one nun at his school, um, who was who he thinks is fat and ugly. Yeah. Um, he didn't like her because of her looks. Yeah, because she was fat and ugly. To him, this this woman's probably not. But I mean, you can know. you imagine how it made Pat feel? Yeah, having, uh, I, uh, I mean, it's funny to hear it on a TV show like Fat Patty or whatever like that. But that to hurts be known people's as feelings. Fat Pat, that hurts people's feelings, oh. and he doesn't understand other people's feelings. He also has psychopathic tendencies. Yeah. I'm not saying that his is different because Megan, I don't think, like, where she has all of these rumors of being violent, yeah. like throwing hot tea at people and things like that. That's more of like a... Pushing people in pools. I'm I'm angry at you, so I'm just going to... Bl- uh, the, the, it got to the boiling point and then blew up. Yeah. Him, he fantasizes about hurting people. Yeah. In his book... Oh, oh, definitely. Specifically, he talks about how the funnest parts were when he was killing people. Yeah. How the, the adrenaline that he felt when that plane was chasing his father's car. Right. And, like, how sadistic he sounded that, when he was that saying. Be and then funny. at the very end, he pulled, you know, told him to back away. I mean,. Everybody's gotten angry and thought, like, oh my gosh, I could just kill you right now. You're you're making me so mad. Oh, like, I've, got, yes. I've done that before. I've just been like, Mom, I'm literally going to kill you. You're making me so mad. Stop doing this. Of course. But I would never actually hurt you. That's the difference. Yeah. With him, he might actually hurt. Yeah. I mean, he talks about... I don't know how you can talk about murdering people, like killing people, and how beautiful these poppy flowers are in this field, all in the same sentence. Yeah. Like, he disassociates the killing. Yeah. I mean, and some people do that for, uh, soldiers do that for a coping mechanism. They they pretend like it's not them. Yeah, but he liked the killing. He talks about it in a way that was like, yeah, like he liked it. Yeah. Other people talk about it in the way of, like, I have to do this, so I did this because I had to do it. Yeah. And, like, he talks about, like, basically actively hunting all of these, you know, in quotes, Taliban, because I don't even know if half the people he was killing, or talks about killing, was actually Taliban, because it sounds to me, in my opinion, reading his book, that he saw a brown person and just shot him. Yeah. Because that's the way he makes it sound. Yeah, that's the way he, that's the way I perceive it, too. It's ridiculous. He 
he disassociates so much. Yeah. And, like, everything, like I said, has to be brought back to looks. Yeah. Like, he is better than William because he has more hair. That's such a petty thing. Uh, well, yeah. I, okay, so on top he has more hair, but, and and he's got that god-awful beard that, that, I mean, I understand, without it he looks like he's 12, but with it he just looks like some kind of mad Mountain man? Um, yeah, I now, guess. Now, and you can have a beard and look distinguished as hell. Yeah, if you but trim you, it. But you gotta trim it and brush it. And, you know, there's, like, oil. Like you have to keep and, it up. You can't let little hairs be flying everywhere. And he has curly hair. So, of course, he's gonna... It's gonna do that. But I've seen curly-haired men who have, like, really big, long beards. And it and looks nice. It looks like... You know, He's just, like, spotted to me. Yeah. Well, he doesn't, obviously, brush it, and he doesn't um, yeah. put, like... Like I said, there's, like, these oils and things like that that people put in their beards yeah. to make it, like, silky and shiny. Now, he doesn't... He's not kempt. Yeah. He never looks kempt. Now, the top part Except of for at the hair, coronation. Yeah. But he had dressers. Well, I know he had a he had a Dior stylist, but like he did actually look pretty good at the. Yeah, well, Dior didn't want him to go looking bad because that would have taken away from him, from them. But um, hit the top of his hair. There's there's been a rumor that she's made him have plugs. Oh. And yeah, because hair doesn't suddenly grow back. Um. So I but, after so many years of not, but recently, I you know some people were thinking that it might have been a wig or something mm. because recently, like at at the coronation, it didn't look as full as it it was in California. So maybe so, he forgot the plugs or forgot to put the wig back on. I maybe I don't know, or maybe he didn't have Megan there to put it on for him. I don't know. But, uh, you know, uh, William looks distinguished. I, yeah. He can say all he wants, but William's so much more handsome than he but is. But see, even even though, like I said, I, I'm not that attracted to bald guys. Yeah. I, I just, that's not my, my personal preference. But William, his, um, the aura, even through a picture... Yeah. The the aura this man throws off is yeah. attractive. Yeah, he's confident. Because he's, he's he's overly confident and but not cocky. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's sophisticated. Well, like when he gets complimented, he <laughs> he blushes. Yeah. You know, he's not like, "Oh, yes, thank you. I know I'm attractive." Like yeah. Harry, he he and gets really shy about things but he's also confident yeah he can be he can have a conversation with a child and an adult and carry on the conversation with both yeah uh, sophisticated but yet playful and loving he's got it all he gives off this um i don't know i in my opinion william is super manly yeah but also sensitive. Yeah. And I find that attractive. Yeah. Um, so it with with Harry, it 
it's all about it's all about the outer appearance. Yeah. But if your inside is ugly, then the outside yeah. of you looks ugly. That's why Megan will never be beautiful. I think um, before she started getting all of, excuse me, all of this plastic surgery. Yeah. I thought she was very beautiful. Like when I first saw them at the wedding, because that's the first time I saw yeah. or even knew who Megan was. Um, when I saw the videos of them getting married, I thought, oh my god, she's so beautiful. Like, she is such a pretty princess. Like, I, I can't wait to see her more often. She's so pretty. And then when I started seeing her personality, the outside slowly yeah. got ugly. Yeah. And she's she's continued to get uglier every day since then because... She continues to destroy a, a whole family, a whole country, and uh, she's bringing us down with her. Yeah, I was going to say, she's starting on America, too, cause, it, and it's like, I'm not here for that. It just, by her being here, it makes all of us look stupid. Well, Even more stupid to the rest of the I, world. If, like, if I went to the UK, I would be so embarrassed to tell them that I'm from the U US. Yeah. Because I would feel like they would be like, oh, yeah. they would associate me with Megan. Yeah, oh, you're just one of those yanks. And, you know. Yeah. With her, and then, like, with Donald Trump and stuff like that, we... We don't have a good reputation. No. <laughs> They're reiterating the, the stereotype that all Americans are stupid. Yes. Well, I mean, if, if anyone's buying that story from two days ago, yeah, we are. I... There's, there's no way that she had a car chase in the middle of Manhattan... For two hours. I mean, they could if they would have picked like Vegas or L.A. or you know, yeah, it'd be a little bit more believable. Maybe not L.A., but like outside of L.A., like anywhere that yeah. wasn't a major major city. Yeah, like there could be a pa a, a two hour car chase. Um, you know, going from going outside of L.A. Yeah. De oh, definitely. And then Vegas, when it starts getting those 11, freaking 11 um, rows of highway. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, and everyone's going like 75 miles an hour. Or more. The, yeah. It's freaking scary. Well, I mean, it's 80 miles an hour on the highway in California. I mean, if that was on the PCH, I'd believe it. Yeah, definitely. But not at downtown New York, right in the middle of Times Square. That and at nine nine to nine thirty is the most busy hour. Everybody's going that's bar hopping. Everyone's going to. That's when the plays are either starting or getting out of. Yeah. Um, All the movie theaters. And there's movie theaters down there. Restaurants. I no mean, way. There's about probably a McDonald's on every single block. Oh. Definitely. There's there's you know, all kinds of fast food and and, and fancy all of that stuff is twenty four hours because like I said, New York doesn't go to bed. No. And nothing ever isn't happening there. Exactly. And you know, there's so many premieres and 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 things to do in New York 
at all times. This is just There's like an just ad for no why you should way. go to New York. <laughs> There's just no way. It, I mean, I would believe she was pickpocketed faster than I would believe she was in a car chase. If this was on foot, I would believe it a little bit more. Yeah. But, but like, you can't like I run said, six inch stilettos. There are thousands of people on the street. Nobody saw this car chase. I mean, it's sus. Like, like when um, they came out with no bruise, no no damage to any cars, nothing. Oh my gosh, I had his name in my head, and then it completely shot. I'm it, sorry. No, no, no. It wasn't you. It was me. The rapper that got shot. Oh, uh, oh my gosh, Smollett. Smilet. No. This did give me Jesse Smollett vibes. But I'm talking about... Um, oh, you mean Tupac. Tupac. That's his name. <laughs> <laughs> How nobody saw Tupac get shot. Yeah. That's us to me. Yeah. Well, it was in Vegas. But still, there was thousands of people on the street. Yeah. And not a single person saw... It's a little bit sus to me. Yeah. It's the same thing. This definitely is giving Jesse Smollett vibes, and everybody is bringing that back up. Oh, yeah. And now, there could be charges. People are asking for the NYPD to charge them because they weren't wearing the seatbelts. They admitted that their drivers were running up on the sidewalk. Um, they, uh, they were... There was like seven different violations that people were asking for them to be charged with. I really don't think anything will come from this. Solely based off the fact that when they go to court, she's going to pull that race card again. Oh, yeah. And the NYPD has a very, very big problem with... Um, but see, it has not handling, nothing to do with It has racism. nothing to do with race. But that nothing. doesn't matter. Because all she has to do is say that the NYPD is persecuting her because of her race. Maybe Doria. Doria's a little darker. But, I mean... But I'm just saying, I can see that being her defense. I, I, yeah, because that's the kind of person that she is. She's she doesn't care about out. it until it, she needs it, and then she pulls it out. Exactly. And, you know, it's just... It's sad that that is something that she would do yeah because um, you know everyone because that takes deserves, away from the actual well everyone deserves you know to be punished and to be protected and she was very protected last night yeah just seeing night. those photos like she doesn't have a case no she really doesn't because seeing the photos of her in that taxi cab smiling Shows yeah. me she was not in distress, therefore, the matter yeah. isn't real. Yeah. Where, if she was crying, if they were upset. Yeah. I mean, at she's the most. She's not a very good actress. Doria's got the case. Yeah, because Doria, well, she, Doria looked bored, though. She didn't really look upset. She just looked bored. Yeah. She just sitting there twiddling whatever was on her lap. I think well, it was her clutch. I mean, she just had to show up and be the token black lady. Again. Again. Um, you know, she got to come, but she doesn't get to do anything, so. No. It's like, you know, she's just there as an accessory. She well, probably wasn't there. she was there. paid for it, probably. Well, she probably did get paid, yeah, but, like, still. 
Um, this, they will never stop. No. I mean, I, I, we could go through a few of the things that, you know, uh, calling the, the royals racist. She could never prove it, so she shut up about it. Uh, it never happened. She's forgiven them. Yeah. She but, forgave but them. She wasn't the one that called them racist. It was the British Pabs. Yeah, um, except for... No, no, it was you. Um, also... It, oh, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I was just going to bring up the, the instance of her child being... Uh, in a huge fire in uh, Kenya. When it was actually just a um, he heater that smoked a little. and He was never even in the room. He wasn't in the room and the maid turned it off and it was fine. Uh, you know, just instances like that that she keeps bringing up and, and you know, now, of course how bad William and Kate are. Oh, yes. Oh my god. They're horrible people. If this happened in the reason why this di couldn't happen in the UK is because the UK has laws against this. Yes. Specifically because of what happened to Diana. Yeah. They enacted this law that you're not allowed to follow the press. It's not allowed to follow anyone. Doesn't matter if you're a royal or or anything. They cannot follow you. Yeah, so if you drive away... If you drive you, away, they cannot follow you. If they follow you, then they can be arrested for following you. It doesn't and I matter believe it's like if a, they're doing anything. Like a 5,000 pound fine? Uh, well, I think it's six months in jail and and some kind of a, fine. Yeah, I think it's like 5,000 pounds or something like that. It's a, it's a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, but you but, have to go to jail for six months because... They want it to deter want, you. Yeah, they want people to be safe. And also, most of the, like, British press don't really, you know... If if they're... If they, um... They're, they're not really about that. They're, they're gonna say... I mean, there was a time where Kate said, Oh, please, uh, we're, we're busy. Um, we're, you know... Take one photo and then, you know, we're done. Um, uh, or something like that. And they were like, yeah, okay. And they left them alone. Yeah. Um, now they'll sit. They'll sit outside the gates when when it's something amazing that's fixing to happen. And uh, like when the queen died, they stayed on the opposite side of the road. Yeah. So that away they could get from, in and out of the building safely. Yeah. They they wouldn't go near the gate and things like that. I mean, like there's stories of like the one little boy who are. Um, uh, I think it was, I think it was Louie, walked up to, a, you know, one of the press guys and was sitting there talking to him, and he, you know, he was talking back, but he wasn't recording yeah. or anything like that because he didn't get permission from William or Kate. And, see, they give permission every so often for the press to take photographs of them. Right, or they so send they, them photographs. this doesn't happen. Because Kate is a fantastic photographer on top of being everything else perfect. <laughs> But they 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 don't make it a big deal with them because Kate gives them opportunities. Right. And a lot of other countries also have, you know, laws and stuff like that. And, re yeah. you know, respectful things about that. I mean, it, they, 
It had to be the U.S. because it had to be dramatic. Yeah, and I guess New York fit because that was the only time they were invited out. And other than them going out to eat or something like that, they don't go out. Yeah. Because they're not invited to, like, you know, the Met Gala or, or like, the Oscars or anything like that. So it had to be there because Meg was getting her little award she bought. Well, who's going to... I don't want them there. I don't want them at an award show. Yeah, I or, wouldn't watch it. Or anything. She's not an actress. Well, it's just... They bring such harsh um, and bad vibes. Yeah. It's not even that they're there. It's just that it has to be all about them. Yeah. And if it's not, then it's not worth going. Yeah. Like... Go ahead. No, it's fine. Well, I was just going to give a... For instance, they went to this... uh, They were at a uh, uh, tournament... And Harry's team didn't win, but they won second place. And so they got these little boxes of goodies. And um, Megan had to go up there and st- on stage with them while they took their, you know, second place pictures. And none the of the trophy, other place players' girlfriends had got to do no, that. No, um, uh, the trophy was sitting in front of them so that they could give it to the actual winners. And Megan runs up there in front and then she sort of tells Harry that it would be a good idea for them to hold the winning trophy up. And so, of course, they do it over her head. So she's sitting there trying to balance and to get her shot in because someone's taking a picture of her. And these guys are holding up someone else's trophy. Yeah. So and they, they all look like visibly uncomfortable. Well, yeah. Oh, especially the guys on the end. Now, Paolo and and Harry, he they they were enjoying it, but it wasn't their trophy to hold right. up and take a picture of. And why in the hell do they need her up there? That's what everyone else was saying. Because it's like none of the other girls. Guys' girlfriends got to go up there. And he even took one of the, uh, tried to take one of the other guy's boxes, and he snatched it back from her. Yeah, and there was also um, she tried to kiss one of them on the cheek. Uh, all of them. And it's like, stop it! Your your butt, your husband's right there. Uh, now, Paolo, he let her because the, he's friends with. Well, I mean, Harry. if you're friends with someone, and you know, but the you, other uh, guys kiss on the did cheek not is, want her. But it's like, she's going to say that they were racist. Oh, whatever. No, it's because they probably had a girlfriend and didn't want to kiss another girl in front of their girlfriend. Yeah, why would they want to kiss get them you. in trouble. You're not special. Well, and also, you know, your boyfriend's right there. Or yeah. Your husband's right there. And, well, I guess Harry's done enough uh, stuff to where they have basically booted him out of the league. So, As he should be. He he doesn't live there anymore. Why? Yeah, he he's not a part of their um, their team anymore. So uh, he, you know, I'm sure he said that it was just because he didn't want to do it anymore. But uh, apparently, Paolo and him aren't friends anymore. 
No, he's gotten him into some trouble. Yeah, and he wasn't in their docu-series or um, in the book. And so, yeah. If your best friend isn't your best friend, actually, then, you know, stop using his private plane. Exactly. Now, also, there's some Scooby News. <laughs> um, that's, sorry to Scooby-Doo. Um, Omid Scooby says that he is not Megan's friend. That they, basically, he doesn't have any of, he doesn't have Harry's number. This is what he said in court. Yeah. He doesn't, he said he doesn't have Harry's number, which that could be true. He might have just Megan's number. Yeah. Um, he basically has no close working relationship with them. So everything that he writes is completely, you know, unbiased. Yeah. Which right. we're all believing. Yeah. I'm... I believe that just like I believe that they were in a car chase. Yeah. For real. Um... He also came out with uh, things about the cra the car chase, and said that he just couldn't believe that the palace wouldn't at least call and and see if they were okay. How do you know that they didn't? Yeah, well, because he's best friends with Megan and he knows all about it, and he lied in court. Um, I don't understand why the UK court doesn't um hold him on a show um, uh, obstruction of justice yeah slash you know lying on the stand lying under oath yeah because there's clear pictures of him going to bars with harry and mm -hmm. and you know having cocktail well, in parties in his book in Omid Scobie's book he says that he has over a hundred interviews with people um, regarding Meghan and Harry and has spent countless hours yeah. um, following them around. With, and being with them. And being with them. So, in his book, he's lying, or on the stand, he's lying. Yeah. Which one is it? I believe it's on the stand, because in the book, you know, him and Megan are quite close. Yes. He may not be very close to... To Harry, but he's very close to But Megan. on the stand, he says Megan and Harry. Yeah. Like, he specifically says both of them. Yeah. He's not friends with either one of them. He doesn't have a close working relationship. And I, I don't see how he can say that, and the judge would let him get away with it. Uh, well, at first they didn't, and then he walked back on it, because I believe he got paid or yeah. something. That's just my opinion. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> Don't come after us, Omid. Um, I I would like to actually uh, talk to him to see just how far his head is up her butt. Oh, it's pretty far. I don't know if you could hear him. <laughs> um, then I think you have some news on William and Kate. Um... William and Kate are doing um, more charity events. Of course. Uh, As they usually do. Now, there's rumors going around that they're the true king and queen. 
um, or they're the wannabe king and queen. Uh, and all of this has come about just because William made a statement um, a long time ago about his grandmother, actually, saying how um, he wasn't looking forward to his father's coronation or his his own coronation because that meant grand grand would have to die yeah and he 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 would rather put that off than have her uh leave i and i now people took that as like he's ungrateful as he's he doesn't want to be king well okay but then he made another statement saying that when after charles's coronation happened he said, I don't want my coronation just yet. I'm not looking forward to it because you know what that means. Yeah. But um, I do have ideas on how to change my coronation to make it more modernized and more efficient. Yeah. So they took that and the statement from the queen as he doesn't want to be king. No, I think he wants to be king. Or he's willing to take the title. But, okay, I would not be looking forward to getting a job if it meant my parent had to die first. Exactly. Like, if you had to die in order for me to get a bunch of money, I would be like, screw the money. I want my mom around. Exactly. There isn't anything I wouldn't do to have my mom back. And, um, you know... (laughs) You can't blame him for not wanting his parent to die. I mean, he's already lost one. Yeah. He wants to have as much time as he physically can with this one. Exactly. And if that means that he doesn't get to be king for a little while longer. For another 20 years, he would do that. Yeah. Eventually he will be. I think it'll be a lot sooner than he thinks. Like, I'm not saying Charles will pass away. Let's hope he doesn't knock on wood. Um... But, in my opinion, I think that he will be coronated... Before Charles goes. Before Charles goes, I believe he'll give up the crown. Yeah. To him. Just because he's older, and he after he gets things set the way that he wants it to be set, and he knows that everything's gonna be, like, the way he feels it should be, he'll give it to... Yeah. William. When he's ready to pass it on. When he... When he feels like he's got everything situated. Exactly. Which, you know, that makes sense. Yeah. And I, I'm sure that that's when it's comfortable. Because he's not ever... Charles is the one that really didn't want to be... Yeah. King. I mean, he's had a long time anticipating that he's going to have to and not wanting to, you know, give up his lifestyle and and things like that. And again, like... Their parent has to die. Yeah. That's tragic. I mean, it's not like you can just wake up and, oh, he's dead? Okay, I gotta take over. Yeah, like... I'm good. If you can do that, you're crazy. You know, I they, Charles may have acted like that, but it, it was a lot harder than what we know it was, well, because... Yeah, there was like a... Supposed to be like a seven-hour thing where he was... 
Yeah. You know, walking through the fields. <laughs> well, that was an hour, but, like, there was supposed to be, like, this, you know, he had, like, seven hours to, like, grieve. Grieve, grieve officially, and then yeah. he had to, like, do stuff. Because even yeah. when he's in his grieving period, he's still having to plan things out. Yeah. He's got to make a whole new crest. He's got to make a whole new this. Yeah. There, he had to approve this thing and this thing and this thing. And so it's like you really don't get a chance to fully exactly. grieve your parents' death. Well, and a lot of them start from the time that they've, you know, become... Like, Charles started when he was became Prince of Wales. When he was about 20 years old, he started planning... His coronation and what it should look like and what he thought it could. And, of course, as the years go by, it's going to change. Right. But you have to have a plan. Yeah. I mean, that because it happens so quickly, you've got to have that plan ready. Yeah. In order to continue the country's well and also well-being when like like when he became the prince of wales and then when uh william becomes prince of wales officially like when he gets his little he's uh, going to he's advocated that okay he, but he would cost too much money and he's decided to put that money back into his country in my opinion that's a great idea um but, like, they have to plan their deaths, too. Yeah. Yeah, they have to Can you to imagine have... being 20 years old and they say, okay, what do you do? What do you want us to do if you die? Yeah. Uh, uh, for Charles, that started when he was nine. That's ridiculous. When he I'm was sorry. nine years That's old. That's a lot for a nine-year-old. For a nine-year-old. And so, you know, they did wait a lot of, for a lot of it until he was 20, but, you know, he... He had to start thinking of stuff like that when he was nine. You know, that's a lot of pressure to put on a person. And then on top of that, he, okay, he's he's just become king. His, his mother's dead. He's got to think about all the other people in the family. You've got your yeah. idiot in the United States, you know. Slurring you. and You've literally got, I think every family has that one family member that they <laughs> yeah. just like... I genuinely don't want you to be here. <laughs> exactly. And then you've you got... You gotta be, but okay. We'll just sit in the back Yeah, somewhere. I mean, they didn't even invite Fergie. Yeah. And and they like Fergie. For Somewhat. The most part. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, nobody loves Fergie. Now... We, we like Fergie. <laughs> there is another story about uh, William and Kate. Um, because he is... Okay... There's been a surge of, of like, doing events. They're, yeah. they're doing events, like, one right after another, after another, after another. Every day, just about. Um, I mean, Anne has aged about 50 more years. Yeah. Well, this is, this is mostly just Charles, I mean, uh, William and uh, Kate, who are doing these things. And, uh, Sorry about that. I keep doing that. <laughs> I know. My violin's going to be knocked off. But, um, so, they they are calling them the underground king and queen. How they are doing most of what needs to be done. He's 90-something years old. No, he's 75. He's only 75? Yes. Well, Charles is like 100. Okay. He, he's... he's 
He's but, old as hell. Camilla is old as hell. And she's I mean a year that, older than he is. I mean that in a loving way. Okay? Well, they they can't be out here running around. And plus, Kate, with Kate's OCD, she can't sit down. Well, see, the thing is, they have done nonstop until the coronation. And the day, like two days after the coronation, they went on hiatus mm. for a week. So they're right now they're they're taking their break. Right. They haven't had a break since the Queen. They took two weeks, but that was two weeks in Sandrium to and he was still doing yeah. the crates the red crates. Well most likely what it is is they were um um doing the stuff that Charles couldn't do because yeah. He needed to grieve, and he needed yeah. to get his, you know, stuff in order. Because they got to yeah. pick a new seal and, and things like that. He had to plan out the money. Because I'm, I'm glad they didn't change the money situation. Yeah. Um, and that they just made it, uh, like, he'll get his own little bill or note. Yeah. Um, it's it's complicated, but, at, you know, because they're, uh, they are older... They do put a lot of stuff on William and Kate. Well, and, and also if some Harry people... and Meghan had not flown off and, and did their own little thing, maybe they could have taken some of the burden from William and Kate, but... Um, you know, really, do you think that... Well, I'm just saying... She'd need a budget of at least $5 billion for her, her clothes. I know. Anyway. But two things that might happen... Um, that, um, go ahead. So, I think that if they're going to have all this pressure put on them about, like, doing all of these events and things. Yeah. Well, yeah, they are kind of acting like king and queen, but... But it's not because they, like... It, they're know, not they're being selfish about it. They're doing this to help Charles. And yeah, Camilla. they're not taking anything from Charles and Camilla. They're actually trying to make their lives easier. Yeah. And two that are supposed could be coming up um, are uh, James, the Earl of, of Wessex. Wessex. And, uh... Lady Louise. Lady Louise. I always want to call him the Viscount still. I know. And he he is still the Viscount, but he is the Earl of Wessex, supposed. Yes. Um, I was calling him the Duke of Wessex, and he's not. He's the Earl of Wessex. Um, the title changes all, got me all kerfuffle. Yeah. Uh, he is a lower ranking than the Duke, but... Uh, da da da. He still is. He's still adorable, and he could be stepping up to uh, take over some of the the pressure. I've heard that that he. I think, in my opinion, it would be smart to have him and George kind of do events together because yeah. they're both they're not too far apart in age. Yeah, but like. James can kind of help George yeah. where he's socially awkward. Um, yeah, he's very shy. James is a bit more 
has, or from what I've seen, he is a bit more, like, confident yeah. in speaking to people. And so it would be smart to have them go and do small things together. I think so. I think that would be a good thing. And they're only almost five years apart. Yeah, so I mean, James is would... 14 and he's nine, so. Yeah. And, well, he's turning 10 soon. He's turning 10 very soon. Um, Kate really blocked out a couple of months for all of the, yeah, the births. <laughs> exactly. Well, um, I think that that would be very smart to have those two come in because everybody likes them. Yes, everyone loves Louise. Well, she's so, she's genuinely so sweet. Yeah. And she doesn't, she doesn't, I, mean, I don't think I've actually ever heard her speak. Um, she's very soft-spoken. Um, just very little. You know, she's, she's there and she always supports them. Yeah. I don't think she'll take the princess title just yet, but maybe she'll take, she will. Yeah. Act eventually as a princess i mean i can understand her she's literally 19 years old yeah she wants to finish her college her education's important to her i can see her after she finishes her you know her studies taking the princess title yeah but until then if she has time she could work as yeah. a working royal just not have the title for it. Exactly, exactly. And then she'd be able to know for sure, I want to do this for the rest of my life. Yeah. I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. Now, her and the Viscount were on the balcony. And yeah. they said only working royals on the balcony. Mm -hmm. So everyone's thinking, yep, it's coming up. Because James is almost 15. He's He's just got a few more years until he's old enough to where he can do... And from yeah, what I understand, things. he's very intelligent. Yeah. Like, um, he's well, graduating early or something like she, that. Louise is supposed to be, like, uh, her IQ is supposed to be really amazing. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, honestly, from, I can see her kind of doing some of Anne's jobs. Yeah. She, because they are working with Anne because they, they both like horses a lot. Well, I think, speaking of that, she is going to be representing the royals at the Royal Horse Show. Yeah. So maybe she'll do things like that. Yeah. Where she'll just do small events where she's representing them but not technically actually being a royal. And that's fine. Well, she is... Well, she is a royal, but you get my point. Like, yeah. she doesn't have a princess title. Yeah. And, and maybe she doesn't need a princess title. Maybe she would rather just be Lady Louise and represent, if, if she just says, like, horse shows and things like that, that takes pressure off of the others yeah. to have to do that. And, like, Zara, I think they could bring Zara and Mike Tyndall in for a little. But, see, they both have companies that they run. Yeah. And they they both have Well, Mike Tyndall has a podcast. Yeah, well, and and he has his own business, and then Zara has her own business. So that's kind of harder to do, like, out-of-country yeah. events and things like that. Maybe they will have the Viscount do, like, sporting events. Because he's a very sporty person. Maybe. Um, so maybe he'll take over some of Harry's. Yeah. Let's see, there's over a hundred uh, uh, patronages right now that are... 
they don't have a representative. Yeah. So because of the Queen and because of uh, Meghan and Harry, they don't have those patronages filled. That takes up a big spot. Yeah. And Andrew. Um, speaking of Andrew. <laughs> my God. I'd rather not. <laughs> oh, my God. This man. He is now telling the British press that he is afraid they're going to shut his electric and his water off. And he will just have to live there like a hermit. And then leave! Literally leave! He, why should he have to leave his house when he put all his money into his house? But there's financial records that proves you did not! Well, even if he did, even if he did, the house is... It's the falling roof apart. Is leaking. The outside is unkempt. There's parts of the bathrooms that don't work. Yeah, there's a lot... There's a, a list of things that need to be taken care of. And... I think that, well, it's rumored, he's rumoring, basically, that, or someone in his team are rumoring that um, Charles just wants that house for William and Kate. Because it's a palace, basically. Yeah. It's 30 bedrooms. But see, I if they moved William and Kate in there, William and Kate would take care of it. Well, yeah. But the thing is... I don't think he wants it for William and Kate. William and Kate moved closer to Buckingham, to Palace. Buckingham Palace because uh, there's still another, uh, I think, at least four or five years of construction to do to Buckingham Palace. But they're supposed to move into there. Yeah. I think what they're going to do or what he, what he wants to do is take that house and make it an apartment complex. That would make sense. Because there's like 40 bedrooms. 30. 30 bedrooms. 30 bedrooms, you could split that up and make it like at least a 10 apartment. Yeah. 10 apartments at at the bare minimum. I'm sure you could, you know, I'm not going to sit here and do the math and divide it all up. Well, there's dining rooms and. and, Yeah, tons of bathrooms. Sitting rooms. They could rearrange that that and make an apartment a low income housing. Well, yeah. I mean, even if they just did the one bedroom and then had people uh, like eating in like the dining area and the kitchen have it like that, that would still be. 30 bedrooms that people could, 30 people could sleep in. Yeah. At least, if not couples, you know, yeah. they could still have. Well, shoot, a family of five can make it fit in one bedroom. Oh, yeah. If you're desperate. If if you really need, and they there is a big, huge problem in the UK yeah. right now with housing. I mean. Especially military. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a big big thing of about military people who are on waiting lists for for shelters yeah that's... and so they're trying to use these houses for like uh, i mean that would make sense you know william and kate are using uh some of the houses for their patronages like to set up uh safe places to go if you need mental counseling uh, he has a, a men's house, and she has a woman's house, so that, like, if you're pregnant, there's a, a 
doctor you can see. Yeah, like uh, a midwife. And uh, if you are a drug addict, there's drug ha houses that you can go to to help get off drugs and things. See, that stuff helps. And so... I wish we had half of what they offer in the UK here. If If they have that, they could use it for one of those even. Even if they're not going to use it for, like, a, an apartment building, they could use it for, you know, a shelter, an indoor shelter. Orphanage, something. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people coming from Ukraine and places like that. They could use that for a, a big help. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't need 30 bedrooms. He needs... You're one dude. Your kids don't live with you anymore. Yeah. If his kids were still in the house, like they were still, they still minors, I could see him saying, well, we need all the space. You know, well, whatever. He, if he had more than just two. Frogmore, a Frogmore Cottage has five bedrooms. Beatrice, Eugenie, uh, a nursery. Uh, he he doesn't sleep with his ex-wife, but they still live together. So that would be two bedrooms for them. All of their kids could share in one big bedroom. Yeah, there's all kinds of rooms in in Frogmore. It's beautiful. They I just remodeled it. If he wants to give Frogmore Cottage to anybody, King Charles, I'm here. I mean, it's and only I will kid happily work for the royals for free if you just let me live in that beautiful freaking house. Yeah, it's ten mile. I mean, ten minutes walk from Frogmore to William and Kate's. It's uh, I think it's fifteen or twenty minutes to Buckingham Palace. And honestly, the fact that he's fighting so hard to keep this house is only making me believe even more. The rumors about him being a creep. Yeah. Because why do you want to live that close to um, uh, a playground? Yeah. A park. Yeah. I mean, it's like. It's a huge park. It's a huge park. Um, and right from behind. what I understand, I think, I think his bedroom might actually look out, like, the window faces the park. Oh. So, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, creepy. I don't know that for sure. I think I heard that somewhere. Yeah. Um, well, but it's just like, you know, you're only bearing down the creepy. Yeah. Creepy rumors even more. Well, I mean, why does she need a wing and he needs a wing? Right. She's a whole grown adult woman who has made her own money. Yeah. Fergie she's... can go out and get her own house. She does nothing for the royals. Yeah. She she doesn't need to do anything. They don't. You know, she's just a friend. Yeah, Fergie has made other arrangements, from what I understand. Like, she's trying to move out. Yeah, she's there. She's looking for a house, but she would rather stay there. Well, yeah, I mean. But they're not going to get, he's not going to shut his electric and water off. He's going to come in there and have him removed. Which I think will be really funny. Someone's going to go in there and pack all of his stuff up, and he's just going to be removed. I think it would be really funny if, like, palace guards came in and took him out. I, I, I mean, that's the only way that he's going to do, you know, they're going to get him out of there. But he's making such a big deal of this. I've lived there almost all my life. You know, all my adult life. I had my children here and everything. And, and actually, Fergie has done interviews inside the house, and it's gorgeous. Yeah. 
but you know that's that um i am getting back to crazy and crazier in my opinion oh before we get into Megan and Harry, I also wanted to point out that, um, like, the Duke of Kent and uh, the Duke of Gloucester was also on the balcony, so maybe they will step up and do well, now, some the, more. The, I mean, I know the Duke of Kent is literally, like... They do do. Older than the Bible. They, they do do <laughs> things. No, I know, um, but maybe they will start doing more. Yeah. Um, their wives have patronages. Um... Now, they both have children. Mm-hmm. Maybe so, their kids might want to step up and do some things. Yeah, maybe they're they're going to be doing some more stuff. Um, I did the Duke some... of Kent is always on the balcony. Uh, he, is, he usually stood next to the queen. Yeah. But so. I think they put them all together strategically because that might be the dream team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they yeah. wanted them photographed together. Yeah. Um, that's just my theory um i did also hear something about Anne's kids even though they don't have titles maybe they might step up and do something but i don't know for sure well now like i said zara's so busy but uh i think uh peter i think peter runs his own company but i'm i mean they can do stuff in country yeah if they couldn't leave the country then maybe they could do stuff in country and help a lot because right now it's all on William and Kate, and they're doing as much as they can as fast as they can. And I don't know how she has time to do all that and still be, like, a fantastic mom. She cooks breakfast every morning, and she takes them to school every morning, and she makes sure that they have food. Like, how she does it. Like, how she does it. How she still has her hair. Like, I'd be pulling my hair out. Oh, my God. Just panicking at every moment. (laughs) She, well, like, the other day she was talking to some kids at at this organization. And she's like, I learn every day. I'm I'm still trying to be, you know, because they said, do you like being a princess? And she's like, I'm still learning how to do it. Yeah. I don't talked about how scary it is sometimes yeah and how she's she still messes up and that makes her more human yeah well i think that by doing that by her admitting that she messes up she she um she's not perfect she's not perfect she does fail at things it's telling those kids that it's all right if you mess up you don't have to be perfect but eventually You'll get You know, it. if you keep trying, you know, that's a good message. Yeah, it is. It really is. And by her telling them that gives them, oh, wow, she she went from nothing to a princess. Maybe I can do something. You know. You know. Maybe I can, if I want to be an astronaut, I can be an astronaut. Exactly. Um yeah, I I think that's very encouraging, and she's I, a very good role model. Yeah, and, and we say she's perfect, but we know she's not perfect. I make jokes like she she's is perfect, as close to it as possible, because she does try. Yeah, even if she fails, she still tries. She does a very good job at, you know. Getting her points across. Yeah. 
and making everybody feel as if they're okay, you know, yeah, they're a part of, you know, her life. Like, there was uh, this really cute thing, it was a video about before the coronation had started, this the woman asked, um, are you nervous about Louis at the coronation? And she was <laughs> sitting there saying, like, yes, I hope he's, I hope he's good, I hope he's good, um, and, you know, it was a very mom conversation, it was a very normal conversation, yeah. um, and, you know. And I love to listen to her talk because she is just normal. Yeah. She's just one she's of the girls. She's kind of goofy, to yeah. be honest. She's just one of the girls, just just living her best life and trying to do what she can. But, um, yeah, and she's nothing like, you know. How Megan Harry. Ma Meghan Markle's is. She's. Or how Harry tries to tell the world that she is. Yeah. Because, yes, she can wear an $800 blazer, but I know for a fact that I'll see that blazer at least five other times. Oh, if not more. Because she, she does reuse her clothes. She has that blue, navy blue $1,100 blazer, and she wears it all the time. Mm -hmm. it, that's the point in buying nice clothes. You buy nice clothes... So that you can wear them several times. Yeah, like, I mean... You don't buy something to just throw in your closet. Yeah, and if she doesn't wear it all the time, she either rents it or she donates her clothes. Oh, yeah. She donates all of her, her old clothes to charity shops. Yeah, and... You know, I she mean, has I need to of... go and find a charity shop in the <laughs> UK because I want some Chanel. Uh, <laughs> Kate, well, give me your clothes. So, the the thing that I want to uh, I got a hot topic, say, no, sorry. No, it's okay. The last thing I want to talk about is a little gossip that some people are throwing around. Um, when when this, all these photographs came out of Megan and, and Harry and Doria. Oh. In the front seat of the taxi is... A very large guard, and he's got red face, and he's in his suit and everything. I'm not, I don't mean, like, fat. I mean, he's very, like, Buff. tall and big. Buff and, as hell. You know, he's a guard. But he's... I'd be scared of him. He's, uh, um... His tie... His tie is made out of the same material that Meghan Markle's dress is made out of. It's not the same color, but it... It is the same oh, color. Oh, it is? Yeah, it's the gold. Okay. And it's the same color, same uh, material that her dress is made from. She's just like Diana. She's even cheating on him with a guard. And that's her plan. Apparently, some people have let out in her group has let out the rumor that she's cheating with this guy. And, um... I, I don't know why she would think that that's, like, not, a good thing. You know, he's not extremely unattractive, but he's not, like, attractive, you know? And, to me, I wouldn't date him, because he's not, like, like, he's not my attractive. Right. Let's just say it that way. He looks... But if she's a rich white man, or if he's a rich white man, then he's her type. he's her bodyguard. That's nothing like Megan would go for. But it it's what Diana would do. Yeah. And, and that's what she, Diana did. And she wants to be like Diana. So, I, 
everyone's saying, oh, her her group has let these rumors out because they're trying to make that, you know, inf- you know. I don't think so. To infer that she's sleeping with this guy because he's her bodyguard. And, you know. And I don't think it's cheating. Because, genuinely, I think that they're in an open relationship because... Well, Harry's been caught several times at, like, Adele's house. Yeah. Staying for, like, three or four hours by himself at night. Yeah. You know? Even though Adele has a fiancé. Well, apparently not in there. (laughs) There. Because it was just them alone and Adele was making him dinner. Yikes. I think that this is where we're going to end it because this came, this is a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we will. Don't you love to gossip? And don't you love to hear gossip? Not about her. She frustrates me. Yeah, but I don't know. She's so silly. It, the thing that, I mean, this whole car chase and things, it's, it's so ridiculous that mm-hmm. it's funny. And it's also but sad. But not funny because the people in, you know, New York, I'd be very furious right now. Yeah, having to pay. Apparently, the last time they were there, and that was just like to drive to the event and then drive back to their hotel or to the where they were staying, it, it was like $17,000. Yeah. See, no. So this is going to be more. Yeah. You're talking twenty five, thirty thousand. Plus, plus, there's going to be a police investigation. So that's, there's on top of that, that's even yeah. more. Someone, uh, one of the people, I can't remember what her name is. Anyway, um, she says that they should have to pay for the investigation along with the police mm-hmm. presence. Mm-hmm. Any time that the no police taxpayer has money to, should have to come out of that. Yeah, she said, because I don't like her. I don't want to see her. I don't want to pay for her. Nobody asked her to come here. No. You know, take your crappy award over over Skype or something. For real. And, uh, so, yeah. She better not come to my state or I'll be mad. Well, I don't think our state would pay for it. But, anyway. And she's... It's ridiculous and it's silly... But at the same time, I can see William sitting there upset, visibly mm-hmm. upset about how Harry keeps bringing his mother's death to the surface. Right. And, I'd be throwing stuff. I'd be infuriated. And, I mean, if that was someone talking about my mom's death all the time and doing it in a painful way, like, yeah. this is painful for him. It's gotta I, be. I mean... Harry should be upset. He should be very upset at Megan. If Megan's the one that set this up and he knew nothing about it, which he he's sitting did. there filming it. He did. It's docu-series time. He's, he's not that good of a liar. No. Because, like, they're supposed to have another uh, three to six part docu-series I can't. at the end of this year. I can't. I will die. It. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's going to be stuff like this. I mean, it's I'm probably going to watch it just because... Well, I want to see what stupid stuff they say. It's just ridiculous. It's it's nonsensical trash, and 
I mean, she might be good at writing a soap opera, but not she's really. definitely not good at starring in one. No. Uh, you know, she had no appearance last night from the get-go that she was concerned. No appear. I mean, uh, some people said, oh, she's a great actress. Look how uh, non-upset she was. No, that means she has no remorse. That means this she is, was happy about it. This is ridiculous. You're sitting here, you know, beating your head up against the wall because it's it's not the same at all. Yeah. And I guess, uh, I don't know. Anything else happens, we'll let you know. Yes. We hope that you have a nice day or night, yes. wherever you're at. If you have an opinion, let us know. You know the stuff.